Welcome to the Crypt Keeper's Coffin, a Tales from the Crypt retrospective brought to you by Bat and Spider. Episode 2, All Through the House. Dale, we did it. We made it to number two. <laughs> Only ninety-one shot to go. What a journey behind us so far, and a journey to go as well. Dale, you do all the editing, but I I edited the first episode of Crypt Keeper's Coffin, and after I edited it and I put it out, I had a wave of anxiety of how much work this is, <laughs> and thinking, oh my god, what have I done? <laughs> Hey, but you know, no, you did it though. It's, it, it's actually fun. I do actually enjoy the editing, and it's yeah, it's gonna be fun. And you know what? Like we've said from the beginning, this is a no pressure situation. This is for fun. Your phrase that you started, I use all the time. It's like nobody's gonna put us in podcast jail. Yeah, you know, we can do what we want. We don't have fun. any censors. We don't have any advertisers. You know, this is just this huh. is for us essentially. Nobody keeping their thumb yeah. on us. <sighs> So tonight's episode, Crypt Creeper's Coffin, is a classic one they adapted from Vault of Horror, issue 35, written and... The original comic was written and drawn by Johnny Craig. And the episode was directed by Robert Zemeckis, starring, what was her name, Mary Ellen Trainer, who Melissa Eagle-Eyed spotted her because we just watched uh ricochet from 1991 starring denzel washington and she i think she plays a reporter in there oh my gosh she uh i recognized her from something else and what was it a ton of stuff she's in die hard she's in lethal weapon that's what it was was it die hard who is she in die hard yeah she like I think she is uh, Gail Wallens. That's what Gail it says. Wallens. But I, I don't know. Probably just someone at, who works at the Nakatomi building. Like one of the party goers. Yeah. Maybe. Are you right? Die Hard and Lethal Weapon. She's yeah. in both. Okay. Yeah. So that's why She was great in this. Maybe I know her from Lethal Weapon. I haven't seen either of those you know, franchises. Yeah, neither have I. I can't remember many, last time I watched year. a Lethal Weapon. Oh, and, and it also <laughs> our boy Larry Drake. Who, I mean, my God, Dr. Giggles. He puts in another uh, beautiful performance. Absolutely unrecognizable in this. <laughs> Until they do yeah. finally do a, show, a close-up of his yeah. face. Amazing uh. job by Larry Drake. And also... A, a living, breathing for performance for the first five seconds of the show, uh, the mutant Kawado from <laughs> Oh my Total God, Recall. that guy, of course. Uh, thank you. Thank you, Dale. See, this is why Marshall we do Bell. shows together, because you can pull that out. Because um, as soon as I saw that guy's face, I was like, who is that guy? Dale will know. Dale knew. <laughs> yeah, man. I was like, oh my God, it's him. <laughs> and you know, Total Recall, most of the time is just his face like jutted up into the sky as the kawada was like jutting out yeah. of his belly and he's like in some sort of trance oh my god i just realized is the casting person in tales from the crypt did she do did she do total recall because last episode the bartender uh was in total recall oh you're and right now this guy what is going on here did we just expose something <laughs> huge i don't know Chuck. i don't know 
Maybe. <laughs> okay, so all through the house. So this is, oh, we got to talk about the um, Crypt Keepers opening because this was terrifying because I don't remember ever watching an episode where I you get to see the Crypt Keeper walking. And like you see him from behind oh, and he's in a yeah. Santa suit and he's oh, walking yeah. and that was maybe the most horrifying part of this episode. your old pal, the Crypt Keeper, having a little holiday fun. Why else would I be in this getup? Unless there was a clause in my contract. <laughs> yeah, it's so, it's obvious that it's supposed to be him and he's like hunched over and he's short yeah. as it is. You know what I mean? He's like the typical Crypt Keeper even that carries over from the comic. He's like a short little person and he's hunched with his legs are like kind of pigeon-toed and like shuffling yeah. around it is very awkward and disturbing to watch him like climb up on those oh. stairs onto the dais yeah his gait. and also this one i mean other than the top-notch names we dropped for the overall series in the first episode uh this particular episode scored by alan silvestri yeah, big yeah, name yeah, yeah big name oh and who wrote this one it was fred decker which i recognize that name but I need to look Classic. up Fred Decker because I feel like... Oh, he wrote Ricochet. Yeah, That's weird. Oh, my God. <laughs> Demolition Man, Robocop 3, Lethal Weapon 4, Titan AE, The Predator from 2018 with Shane Black. He co-wrote that. Jeez. Oh, oh, Night of the Creeps. He directed that and wrote it. Whoa. And he co-wrote Monster Squad and he directed that. Wow. So, I mean, how cool is it, right? I mean, that yeah. Tales from the Crypt, this is episode two, and it just comes out swinging. In terms of star power oh, yeah. and like the names yeah. behind it, they went all in. They they take it seriously right from the very beginning, and it's amazing. Yeah. I I, I kind of feel like it was like you know this was just the right age of these um directors, like all the producers and stuff. They probably grew up reading these comics, and you know this episode is really good. It's only twenty three minutes. It's a short shorter, so yeah, short, very short, and it's amazing what they pack into it they can do with only 23 minutes is they can just go a hundred miles an hour. They don't, you know, mm -hmm. usually in a, like a feature horror, you want to do some like loud, soft, loud. So it's not all like one note, but this, they were just like, fuck it. We're going to start from the beginning with a <laughs> wife on Christmas Eve, embedding a, a fireplace poker into her husband's skull. <laughs> and we're not yeah, going to stop. Totally. <laughs> And, and that's all that's five yeah. seconds in i mean daughter is asleep for christmas it's christmas mm -hmm. eve and obviously in the first two seconds they set up that the husband is a big old yeah. d-bag and he's mean to the wife and it's a stepdad because the um the daughter keeps calling him oh, joseph yeah. but uh he's a big old d-bag and the five seconds in she just embeds the fire poker into his skull <clears throat> Something needs to be done about that fire. Have you got the poker? Yes. Well, let me have it. What did you say? What are you, deaf? I said, let me have it. Merry Christmas, you son of a bitch. And now we get to see a calamity of a yeah. night like the perfect storm of yeah. a night um <laughs> so she's she's loving the fact that she finally got up enough courage to do it she's been mm -hmm. waiting to do it and she runs in and she calls which 
crazy part. I mean, obviously, I guess they had to write in that she had to do it for another man. Another man has convinced her to help. Wow. Kill the, I don't even the remember husband. this part. I must have blinked. Yes. She called and left a voicemail for Jeez. Um, somebody else. And the, vo- and the voicemail uh, is like, yeah, I'm probably out partying. So you're not going to get a hold of me right now. And she's like, I did it. We just did it. Everything is mine. Whoa. The uh, every we're gonna get everything, and she's like holding up the will to the camera. Oh my god, I'd have to rewatch this. I'm worried that the one I watched had stuff cut out. That's weird. I honestly have no memory of this. This is strange. That is (laughs) that is very weird. I mean, it was ten seconds long. I could have looked away. Could I? Could have? Yeah. I mean, in a 22 minute episode with everything that's yeah. going on in it, you could have just blinked and missed. You could have been sipping your, uh, you know, sparkling water and orange juice, yeah. and you blink and you miss it, Chuck. Yeah. So she's gonna quickly dispatch her husband's body while trying to keep her daughter asleep. You know, she keeps trying to come out because it's you know Santa Claus night. So she's like dragging her husband's body outside. She's gonna dump him in the well, which is kind of cool. They have a a well. <laughs> <laughs> super cool super convenient yeah, super convenient it's snowing out it's cold uh but while she's out the door there's is it the radio she there's a radio report of yeah. uh there's a there's a deranged escaped killer dressed in a santa costume who's a little overweight and he's got an axe <laughs> and he's killing <laughs> Police and sheriff's departments in the Gaines County area have issued an all-points bulletin this evening for a male Caucasian reported to have brutally murdered four women in the Pleasantville area. County authorities say that the man, a patient at the Pleasantville Institute for the Criminally Insane, escaped earlier this evening and should be considered extremely dangerous. Officials confirm that the suspect is a heavyset man in his late 40s and is reported to be wearing a Santa Claus suit stolen from the home of one of his victims. All citizens in the Pleasantville Gaines area are advised to remain in their homes until further notice throughout this emergency alert situation. Um, which the first difference between this and the comic is that she hears that in the comic, but in this it's, she doesn't, oh. uh, she's outside when, when the radio thing comes on. I found it um, convenient that announcement, Chuck, they waited for the song to be over first. <laughs> so polite. And then they're like, oh, you know, now we're going to take you to yeah. news. It's an emergency, <laughs> but <laughs> not, it's, yeah, this it's, is a great song. We can't. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Nat King Cole probably was the, was the song playing at the time. This. Come on. So gosh. Uh, so she's outside dragging her, dragging the body towards the, uh, the well. And she, what is she, she glances and sees an ax like embedded in the, uh, in like a stump nearby. Was she going to like mm-hmm. grab that? I can't, I, I'm not quite sure. Yeah. Was yeah. It was, his, it was very body? heavily implied. I thought she was going to start hacking away, which she was not, I mean, she had her nightgown on and a big puffy coat, <laughs> yeah. but she was she, not in no. dress for hacking no, 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 body parts. Still prepared. But I was, I was under the impression that she was going to hack it up and then maybe dump the parts yeah. in the well. I mean, maybe that would have been more effective than dumping a whole body in the well. Maybe. I would, if it were me, I would have just dumped the whole thing in the well. Like, I feel like you're exposed out there. If I'm going to hack them up, I would do that inside in the basement or something. Cause it looked like she lived in right. like a neighborhood, yeah. like a suburban neighborhood. Like, you know, any neighbor could have glanced out. Yeah. Oh, it's snowing. I'm going to see what's going on outside, you know? Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, there was like street lights. Yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. The, the, the yard was heavily yes. illuminated. I mean, so there was, 
she took some chances there because, yeah, you either, I mean, if you're going to dump any part of the body <laughs> on property, you might as well just dump the whole body on, yeah. on the property 10 feet from the kitchen window. Cutting it up, cutting the body up is not going to, it's not going to help you get away with it any more than, yeah. No, no. So anyway, she, we see this axe and the, it, I think it pans away and then pans back and the axe is gone. Yeah. And. And Joseph, the husband, oh, reaches up one last time. Oh, that's time. right. That's why she wants the axe, too, because he wakes up. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's right. That was a good jump yeah. scare. That yeah. got me because she got him. She had a plastic bag around his head. She drug him all the way yeah. out of the we house. We should say it was like a, a, a beautiful like Christmas wrapping bag. Like It was like, I think Wasn't so. It? Wasn't that yeah. such a great touch? It was a plastic bag, but it had a bow yeah, around the so neck. so good. Which which made it look like it was kind of a, t- a toss away like yeah. bag, but it just was it fit the whole yeah. mood. I mean, this episode is such a treasure. It's a Chris. It's very. It really does. Like the beginning, it really felt like you're entering Christmas mode. Like it with the song and like the slow pan across the decorated house. It was like it gets you yeah. into that Christmas mood, but you know things are going to go yeah. bad quickly. So yeah. So then Larry Drake's aka Santa Claus, aka guy needs to go to the dentist appears and he's got an axe uh does, does he attacks her right right there in the yard yeah he tries to uh kill her immediately he tries to immediately yeah. kill her she gets away from him and runs in the house starts to call the authorities calls the operator because they didn't have 911 back yeah. then i guess <laughs> um and then so the police the police person that picks up the phone is like what is your location Great editing, great mm-hmm. timing, because she looks out the window and she remembers her dead husband is out in the front <laughs> so lawn. So good. So she hangs up because she can't yeah. give away her location mm-hmm. yet because then the cops will come and see. So she's got to risk it all against this person that she doesn't know is an escaped serial killer yeah. yet. And uh, it's because she can't risk being caught. So she's going to have to f- duke yeah. it out in the next, you know... Eleven minutes, of and episode. she did end up with the, ma- the th- with the axe, um, and she hacked it Larry Drake's hand because it was stuck in the door. Yeah, um, that was a deep wound. I I was a little disappointed. I thought we were going to see that whole hand go flopping off. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> she didn't have the angle. She could, she probably couldn't have done it. It would have been realistic. Yeah, she would probably had to have like had a pretty good yeah, wind yeah. up to be able to accomplish that and she was already trying to brace the door mm-hmm. shut because he was getting in and and uh yeah that wasn't she could happen. probably smell his breath I mean, through the door too those chompers his teeth. oh my god my god the decay Whoa. doesn't that chuck that hospital he, he escaped from they didn't have a dentist on staff right i mean was he so awful to <laughs> they couldn't even yeah. sedate him and get him looked at just, just put him under man just just to Take pull him out yeah, so he attacks through the it's window, bad. right? Yeah, he like sticks his head through yeah. the window. He gets, he starts getting halfway in the window, yeah. and uh, she managed to clunk him on the head with the back of the. Oh axe. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she, luckily, her sh- she didn't have just show shutters. She had real shutters, so she could close those <laughs> and latch them. <laughs> right. I think That's I right. said that out loud. Very I was like, rare. Oh, but... the shutters work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's such a you know, it's such a just a, a visual yeah. treat now that the not really yeah, functioning it's amazing maybe this is in kansas or something people i feel like people in kansas have shutters yeah oh but he's knocked out he's laying there in the snow so she thinks she has a she has some time so she's gonna go outside with that axe back to her husband and put the axe in his head <laughs> to make it look like <laughs> yeah larry drake killed him killed him 
so she can have the perfect crime on Christmas Eve night. And this is, I mean, this is a pretty funny scene of her trying to, it's a little weird because she just put a, a poker into his head, but for some reason she got squeamish about putting an axe into his face. Um, so she yeah. keeps closing her <laughs> eyes and she keeps missing like on either side of his head. It's just going into the ground. <laughs> yeah. Some great like that Tales from the Crypt black comedy. Yeah, so good. That's, man, that's the thing about Tales from the Crypt is it's always, it's always funny. Like, it's almost always funny, right? Yeah. It's all, <laughs> yeah, it's always just a little bit of that keep you yeah. on the, you know, this side of, okay, yeah, this is mm-hmm. fun. This is a fun, ep- you know, it's, you're having yeah, fun watching this is it. fun. No matter the subject matter. So, she does it, right? She, she sticks it right in there, right? And then, um. Yeah. She sticks it right yeah. in there. And then, the, the Santa... Larry Drake is still knocked out. I mean, it really started to psych me yeah. out because he was knocked out on that lawn for a good yeah. long time. And then the police start making their calls oh, yeah. to the neighborhoods and uh, she picks up. Um, which is... She's a little freaked out why her phone's yeah, ringing. Which is weird though, right? Dale, have you ever gotten a call from yeah. your local police station <laughs> warning you about something? <laughs> you know, I yeah, exactly. I don't... <laughs> It was so, it, yeah, was, it was weird. weird. Oh, was so oh, a little weird. Easter egg, though. That I think the officer identified himself as Officer Feldstein, which um, is named after Al Feldstein, who was one of the main writers of the EC Comics. So, that was oh, a my God, that's call beautiful. out there. That's a heck of a tribute. Yeah. And he was, you know, he was alive for this, so he, 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 saw, he probably saw that. I wonder, I bet you they flew, I hope they did. I hope they flew a lot of these EC guys out to uh, visit sets and stuff. That would that would have been cool. How cool yeah. would that be? Um. So so yeah, she gets the call. So she now she knows the police are gonna come and start checking on houses. So she's she's like really like yeah, freaking out. <laughs> oh yeah, she's freaking out, but she's also doing quick math mm-hmm. in her head about how this can all work to her favor. You know, the, what are the chances, right, that the serial killer escapes is an axe murderer? Has already killed that night. It's all lining up yeah, for yeah. her. Big win for Mary Ellen. But then uh, Larry Drake gets up, right? Just Yeah, it's, just gets up. Disappears from view. Yeah, right? just a snow angel in the, uh, in the snow there. <laughs> yes, where his that's right. Hu- husky body was. <laughs> such an absurd shape that <laughs> snow angel was awesome. like. <laughs> it looked like he had been lying there for like five hours. The amount of snow that had... <laughs> built up around him yeah. um <laughs> but oh the officer on the call he's i think they asked if she has a weapon or something in the house and then she's like oh my husband has a revolver so she hangs up right. runs upstairs to a closet <laughs> a very small closet she's trying to reach up on the shelf that's taller than her to get this gun we you know we have the point of view we see the gun it's right there but she just can't get it she's too small and of course the the closet door shuts and it locks her in yeah. the doorknob comically falls off <laughs> i know i used to have those doorknobs in, my, in the in the house i grew yeah. up in i had those doorknobs and it was just with the glass knob oh, yeah. and uh beautiful yeah i mean they were like the uh you know the the threads would like become stripped yeah. and the doorknob would just flop <laughs> off and yeah so you know it's i've been there yeah maybe not trying to search for a revolver in my yeah. closet but it could I've happen been there. it could happen yeah, uh, and there's a but there's a little window, and then she sees uh, Santa Claus peeking in there. He's on he's on a ladder on the way up to uh, little Carrie's room. Is that her name, Carrie? Mm. Um, 
her daughter's room and she's freaking out and she, she can't get the gun. She can't get out. Um, and little old Carrie's hanging out her window. She's so excited that Santa Claus is coming. <laughs> I know she, it is crazy. She, like from the very beginning, she's excited yeah. when Santa's going to come. And then she sees Santa climbing a ladder. Oh my God. Trying to get to it's, her. She is, she is excited beyond belief. A miracle. She's so excited. She's reaching for Santa. I, I love the image of her, like, like she's going to lift Santa up, like this giant dude in her little hand. <laughs> yeah, her little tiny yeah. paw is like reaching down, like, yeah, Larry Drake is going to yank yeah. her right out oh, of the yeah. house is what, she, what he's going to do. Larry Drake's great because he doesn't, I don't think he says a word maybe until the end, maybe, if anything. Until the very yeah. end, no. Doesn't. Oh, bah. He just lets those teeth do the uh, talking. <laughs> oh, God. They're horrible. I just did a quick check-in yeah. on our uh, our little girl, Carrie mm-hmm. Ann. She was also in Bob Zemeckis's Back to the Future Part <gasps> 2. Oh, my God. Hoverboard girl <gasps> number two. I know exactly who she is. Yeah. Yep. I remember that scene. Oh, my God. Amazing. Whew. We could spend all night um, figuring out like the uh, the web of casting that's happening here. Oh man, I know, Jeez. right? Let's that's like uh can you imagine the infographic <laughs> the HTML5 oh, infographic we could put together? <laughs> not we, Chuck. Well, I mean, we're not like no. web developers, but I have no idea how to do that. Oh man, so she's freaking out. She she finally knocks the the closet door open, runs upstairs to her her daughter's bedroom and no one's there, just an open window. <laughs> And she's yeah, the oh open window. Oh my god, what's happening? What's happening? And then she hears "Mommy, Mommy" from downstairs. Relieved, she's she runs out of the bedroom, down the stairs, and she sees her little girl coming around the corner, and she's so happy. But she's holding Santa Claus's hand. <laughs> oh, she man. let him into the house. <laughs> Jesus. And the little girl, it's so great. The little girl's still just beaming. She's so excited. Yeah. <laughs> right. And she's like, she tells, she tells her mom, you know, I told you Santa Claus is coming or something yeah. like that. And Larry Jake's just smiling. Yeah. He's have, Oh, he's loving it. And then, uh, oh, this has such a great ending. It just ends on a close-up of our Mary Ellen trainer just screaming her, her heart out. A really great yeah. scream, by the way. Woo. I got chills. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, for a sustained, yeah. you know, 15, 20 yeah. seconds. She is belting. It was a heck of a, heck of a scream. No! No! Ah! Ah! No! No! Ah! Naughty no! or nice. And that's how they end it. Fade to black. They cut it. That's it. So that's it. good. Great. So good. And then we get uh, oh, back to our crypt keeper with his. That's the other thing. We didn't mention he's wearing a Santa suit, but he's also got like a flesh latex mask. <laughs> on, oh, it is inappropriate. Which was so it is gross. Inappropriate. And it's, but it's off now. And he's, oh, and he, he like, he crosses his legs during his uh, outro, which really creeped me <laughs> yeah. out. Oh, God. Yeah, he's like, t- he's like a little behind is tucked <laughs> yeah. in an alcove, yeah. like a grave alcove. And his little legs are like, oh. like crossed oh. over each other. What is, what? Oh, my God. 
But he does tell us that the, gr- the little girl, Carrie Ann, Santa doesn't like little girls like that or yeah, something, yeah. he implies. Yeah. So, at least he gives us that, yeah, right? Yeah. I mean... Santa likes them older. So, that was very kind of... Yes, right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. What a great episode. It was so good. And the, the EC story, or the original comic story was great. It was... Uh, it's a Johnny Craig, so it, it's a beautiful... And it's pretty much the same, except uh, Santa doesn't get into the house until the very end. But other than that, it's almost like tit for tat. You know, these are short stories. It's like five pages, but uh, they're great. I'm actually right. like, you know, I, I said last week how I'm not like, I don't love reading these. It's actually kind of fun to read these along with the, like, they're more, they're more readable, like, because it's just five pages. It's like a brisk kind of read. Um yeah, yeah. I think I'm always overwhelmed by Tales from the Crypt because it's like, whenever you get them nowadays, it's like a giant tome and it's like really daunting. Mm. But that, that's not how these stories were meant to be read. You know, there were there were three stories per issue in, you know, 10 cent comic, you know. Uh, yeah, what a joy so, that would have yeah. been just to, just to be able to digest that real quick. Oh, yeah. Could you imagine? Get your fix. Oh, and there's a little psych out actually because this story got the cover of the issue, but the cover has a drawing of her husband wielding an axe trying to hit her in the back of the head. (laughs) (laughs) They do a little switcheroo on the inside. Pretty smart of the the EC editorial. (laughs) Suck you in. Um, Yeah, so that's it. Another episode in the can. Join us next time for... Next next episode, Dig That Cat. He's real gone. Oh, man. (laughs) Oh, boy. Is this going to be like a, a... What are those called? Not greasers, the poets. Oh, the yeah, poets. like, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Directed by Richard Donner himself, uh, written Terry Black, Stephen Dodd. <sighs> Dick Donner, huh? <clears throat> yep. Oh, man. Joe Pantoliano. Oh. Robert Wall. Oh, oh, my. It's going to be a great episode. Can't wait. All right, Dale, I'll talk to you next time. All right, see you, Chuck. Bye, kitties. Bye, kitties.